going on, everyone? Happy New Year, and welcome to a New Year's episode of Carbonite Bounty BS. Me and the Happy Nerds. New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! May this year be better than all years before it. All right. It doesn't. It doesn't have to do a lot to clear the recent hurdles. So just not at all. Not at all. Just, <laughs> just, all. just we're poised for success. Let's just not die. How about that? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, but no, guys. I mean, it's start to a new year, or start to a new series, right? It's it's crazy, you know. It's had a short break and came back, and uh, yeah, poised for poised for the long haul. I mean, I know we discussed this on previous show, but I mean, we have a lot of content coming this year. Um, Star Wars nerdum wise, I mean, there's just so much going on this year, which is good because I felt like we've been starved um, for so long for a big year like this. So for all our listeners and viewers. Uh, Great news for you guys, great news for us, because we get to do more talking, things we like to do. But uh, before we even get into that, let's let our guy DP let you guys know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people, make sure that you're going to that site um, and making sure that you are getting all your favorite social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know. Um, make sure that <laughs> for you are, <laughs> for now, for now, for now. Um Listen to our podcast on, on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. All right. Make sure you're hitting that subscribe button, hitting that notification button, and also hitting that share button. So anytime that you're on, anytime that we're on, you know that we're on, and you can also share it with your friends. Um, if you're on Facebook uh, watching us now, thank you as well. All right. Go to Carbon App, Bounty Bounty. Carbonite Bounty BS, the Star Wars group. We are on there um, talking about everything Star Wars. So make sure you hit up that group and share that as well. Um, make sure that you give us uh, some feedback at nerds and nerdcyclopedia.com. We love your face uh, 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 feedback on, you know, the shenanigans that we go through, you know, with this we show. Like your so, face but, too. We love your face. And we, your faces yeah. are fine. We, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. I don't know who's yeah. who's the best liar of us of us four. Uh, who's gonna Ken? Why don't you better I'll tell them, them they're got great faces. Everyone has great faces. We love y'all. Uh, you're all you all know better more than us. And uh, if we could ch- switch places with you, we would, but we can't. So, right. Oh goodness! Oh, yeah, DP. definitely. Oh, DP. Yeah, definitely. And he still has. <laughs> It's does my dog is his background <laughs> because we share accounts because we're an encyclopedia. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. But yeah, guys, I mean, you know, kicking off the new year, we've, we've got a, a twofer. So um, season two of The Bad Batch, uh, episodes one and two review today. So, um, yeah, we'll let uh, we'll start out with Hitch today. What, what did you think of the first two? All right, I like this series a lot, and I like that it's a continuation of the Clone Wars with the same uh, sort of characters. I was really impressed with Omega in this episode. I like mm. that character a lot, and I think that she's really turning into the, uh, you know, Boba Fett if Boba Fett were a a woman, right? That's kind of what what she's destined to be, and I think that's really it's really nice that they have uh, a second shot at developing that character. <laughs> Maybe they can yeah. do it right this time. Uh, so hopefully that goes, uh, and I've of course am alluding to the Boba Fett series where he was the, uh, respectable dime, you know, I just want to see him be a ruthless bounty hunter. Uh, anyway, 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 I, I liked it a lot. I, I, I was also found myself very impressed with how different the, uh, the clones are. I mean, these guys are, 
you know, the, the performance even itself makes them feel de- very differentiated. And it's not just that they do different things. You know, they're not just like a video game team where you have to pick the right character and get like uh, Lost Vikings or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, where you have to have the right guy in the right place at the right time. There's a lot more to that. And I, and I like that this episode showcased that. You know, we have uh, Hunter trying to do some tech stuff. We have Wrecker, you know, trying to do some tech stuff. So we, we see uh, our clones, our, our you know, Team 99, put in very different situations uh, than we're used to seeing them and utilizing different skill sets that we're not familiar with. Uh, I, I miss this team. You know, this is this is kind of, you know, that's uh, what we're getting right now, right at Post Order 66. And it's so interesting to see how the clone troopers have developed, how... You know, they are sort of relegated to this crappy, you know, mop up detail where they're going into a planet they've already essentially nuked and just taking all the all the expensive stuff out of it. Um, and that and even that duty is, is not appreciated. So, you know, we see the Empire sort of spending the clones here. Man, I really like this show a lot. Yeah. What about you, Ken? You know what I, I took away from this? Uh, everything that, that Hitch said, right? great great series loved it from episode one right so this one was was nice because i got to see what a jerk dooku was i mean he (laughs) annihilated his own people he he led his own people to destruction and he 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 raped his own cities and planet for his own gain so we saw a different dooku in uh uh the uh Jedi. We saw a different Dooku, right? Dooku was like sort of a intellectual, maybe misunderstood. No, he wasn't. He was a <laughs> jerk. He was a jerk. Yeah. Well, he was on his way because that one episode, you know, that, yeah. that one he, he was, he on he was starting to turn. Mm-hmm. And the old man they met, uh, what was his name? I, I, I Romar. Yeah. Omar. He didn't look like him. I mean, he had similar facial characteristics, similar hair. So I like that, the, the whole backstory. Like, I'm a kind of a backstory guy. Like, I like to know where stuff came from. So I like that part. Um, the Bad Batch, always my favorite uh, group right now. The clone breakout team. Um, Wrecker, with the actual cannon off a Separatist tank, engineered how to put the battery pack on it you know they're like get the battery pack that's not going to do any good yeah leave it to me i mean he's carrying around the cannon and and i mean that's the ultimate fighter right there right use what you have, <laughs> figure it out and make make stuff happen the only thing that i found was a little odd was their blasters were all on stun the yeah. bad batch so i'm wondering do they still feel something for the clones, like a connection? So they don't want to like, they don't want to kill them. They want to knock them out, right? So they can they can get to this, um, you know, this uh, this war chest and get the get the treasures so they can benefit from it. But they don't want to kill any of the clones because their blasters were all on stun, right? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting that. Um, so I thought that was a little that was interesting. Um, what I really loved was at the end of episode two, which I don't think this should have been episode one, episode two. This was like one episode broken up into a bathroom break. Right. As far as I was concerned. <laughs> this was just a continuation of one thing. So we're really looking at a review of episode one, which was two chunks, because 
this so seamlessly connected that I didn't see this as two episodes. But at the end of episode two, I it was suggested to me to watch Andor. <laughs> what did you do, Ken? I watched it. <laughs> and you know what? What a great series that is. So if you're out there and you haven't seen Andor, you definitely need to watch it. Um, but then watch Bad Batch too. But this was this was by far one of the better opening season um, engagements that I've seen with, from the Star Wars universe with the new uh, the new content. So, I mean, I dug every 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 single minute of this. Do what Ken says, people. Let the algorithm take you away. Right. <laughs> Disney has this thing down. So if you just want your life controlled for the rest <laughs> of however long you're going to breathe, you might as well just buy Disney Plus and watch whatever it wants you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what, what about you, DP? Um, yeah, the, the episodes. Okay, so um, the episodes were good. The episodes weren't great to me, you know, um, but this is the beginning of the season. So, you know, which you're going to get like a slow roll as compared to what we got like at the beginning of, you know, the first the first season where things were coming straight off um, the Clone Wars. Um, this was sort of like a, a bit of a maybe for me might be, you know, maybe like a letdown. It was very light on plot. You know, it was just a ABC, you know, type of thing, you know, get the to get the um, cargo and everything and come go secure the thing, like a typical ATM episode or whatever. And I'm not a big guy on procedurals and stuff. So for me, you got to have a little bit more plot stuff in, in there and a little, a little bit more character stuff to keep me, you know, um, really engaged. But um, I'm, I'm imagining what this team would be like without, um, without, without the, the, the little one. <laughs> Omega. Omega. Yeah. Omega. Um, she, she, she's good, you know, but she, she could be sort of in the way, you know, um, I, I tolerated her last season and I don't think I really said a lot of negative things about her. I think I came around to her and everything, but I think I found, you know, in these two episodes, I'm like, okay, what if they didn't have her on the team? How much more gritty and how much more in, you know, into it with the, with the characters be, and you know you wouldn't get sort of these light moments and stuff. You get like you know light lighthearted moments and everything because of her. You know how much more of a um, how much would the show be different without her? You know it wouldn't necessarily. I'm not and then I'm I'm not saying that this is like a kid show or anything like that. I don't want to put bad bash in that type of thing. But I can you you could tell what it is is sort of like a family type of okay. You know you want to get some some of the younger ones on board and stuff, especially after seeing Andor, <laughs> you know, um, this is back to like, you know, <laughs> cause it did tell us what, what, a, what a great show that was. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the episode, the, the second episode picked up a lot more action, a lot more heavy, you know, heavier stuff going on and everything. And, um, of course, like the cliffhanger at the end and, and I forgot my man's name and everything, but he's, he's a, you know, creepy dude and stuff. We'll you know? go. Yeah, Wilco, you know, who ended up killing um the um that was like a Captain Rex type character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will that not was, that was I, great. I Loved will it. not <laughs> what did he say? I, I will I will not falsify 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 records, you know. <laughs> I will. <laughs> he said, Don't worry, I will. Um, but yeah, so so the second episode was better than the first for me. Um 
And I'm just waiting for it to, to you know, to, to roll into the season. I know it's going to give me some, you know, I, 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 you can't go wrong with what Dave Filoni wants to do. So I'm, I'm not worried. You know, this is one of the rare times, so we might have to clip this up. But, uh, you know, I fully agree. I fully agree with DP. I fully, I fully agree. Um, it was a, it was a for me, you know. So, sweetie, we got to add that. I don't have that. I mean, yeah, uh, have that. I'm sorry. That. I failed again. We got to add that. We got to add yeah. that. But no, I mean, I fully agree. I was, I was a little disappointed to say the least. I'm happy that the content's back and the show's back, but um, a little disappointed. I was expecting a little more because it is season two. Um, I felt like this was kind of like a maybe a starter episode. And lately with the Disney shows, you know, episode one of everything has been kind of coming out with a bang. So a um, little bit of a slow burn, uh, but brought us back to our character. So, um, you know, definitely appreciate it. The, as always, I mean, the aesthetics, it's, it's looking a lot better. It's funny when I saw the initial beginning of it, I was thinking of like, is this like an Avatar kind of ripoff? You know, I'm thinking of it like I saw him by the water. I'm like, it's kind of Avatar-ish, right? So I didn't know if, you know, it was a James Cameron dig or not. Uh, kind of funny. Um, also was kind of, um, kind of. <laughs> still don't know. Uh, yeah, still, still don't know. <laughs> still, still, haven't, still haven't finished it. But um, yeah, it, it was it was unique. It, it's kind of funny, though, how, you know, Filoni and the team puts these episodes and these shows together. I mean, we just did last month, a couple of weeks ago, right? Tales of the Jedi, and we do the, the kind of Dooku prequel, and we see his, his lair on that planet, and how they line the show up weeks later to then see the aftermath, right, of Dooku. Yes. So that's, like, mm. perfect, right? How, like how crazy is that that he lines yeah. it up like that? And and that was something I really appreciated to kind of see the aftermath of his palace and what happened um, and really to see what he's become. Right. Because it's a weird part, but it, it kind of rewrites, you know, the prequels because that Dooku doesn't seem as in the prequels um, aggressive, uh, snarkish, you know, harsh to the people as we've just portrayed him being, you know, stealing all these minerals. I mean, I was thinking we'd see more of like, you know, maybe Jedi artifacts after, you know, the, the maybe the, the Coruscant, you know, people went in there and kind of raided it, right? Like a palace. So I was expecting them to get more precious things like that. Um, but no, it was cool to see that this guy literally was just stockpiling and basically being like, you know, it was weird that he, he amassed this fortune right behind the emperor's back to kind of build up his, um, you know, kind of like the uh, uh, Maul's faction, you know, they, they they were running. So it seemed like you had all these powers, you know, kind of in the background, him trying to create his own empire with his fortune and him building up. Because as we all know, with war and, and any kind of, you know, separatist movement, the, the biggest thing is the funding, as we've seen in Andor, right? It's getting yeah. the money right. So yeah. with him having the funds and, and all that stuff, now we know that there was something serious he was planning. If there was an overthrow whether it be the, the Palpatine himself or him trying to go at the Empire. So it's really it interesting. It would have been massive. It would oh, have been yeah. massive because yeah. he had a huge amount of, you know, well, wealth. Yeah. How many craters did they? I mean, they flew three off and there was a fourth one, right? So, <laughs> yeah. And I that mean, was like, just what we saw. Right. Because they, they had been doing this for a while. So that, yeah, that was this, this guy was. I mean, he was ruthless at this time, just taking over these planets, you know, and and, and basically enslaving all these people. So, like I said, it, it was nice to see. A um, little bit, little bit short on my what I expected. I mean, great content. A little short though, but uh, 
yeah, definitely enjoyed it. Definitely great to be back talking Star Wars new stuff and, and, and want to keep it going. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing for me is that um, I'm, I'm just happy to be back in the universe, right. you know, after yeah. like, you know, yeah. uh, the, the the Andor series ends and, you know, you do, you got like this black hole and nothing really going on and everything. Um, content, Star Wars, be back in the universe could have been like a little bit more of a, you know, um, um, something else, you know, for me and everything. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad to be back in, in the universe again and um, um, seeing this. I love Bad Batch. Yeah, and you know what I'm glad about? Mention of Tarkin. Go- Governor Tarkin. So, you know, he's not quite Moth yet. He's not Vader's second, you know, Vader's uh, controller yet. He's still, but he's he's legit. People people want him to notice who, who they are, but in a good way. That, and that Wilco, that's his name, right? Wilco or Will? Rampart is the other Imperial. Okay. Well, Wilco's the clone that he shoots in the face. Okay. Or where or wherever. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. So still I, that, that's what I like to see. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk a little bit more about what we about Dooku here. Because you know, I think Tales of the Jedi obscured Dooku a little bit because he was just this sort of classic, you know, serial villain. You know, the, the, what is he trying to do? Oh, he has this, this plan about getting rid of the, the Sith. But in reality, no, he would have been just as bad as Palpatine. In fact, he would have been exactly like Palpatine. Uh, if we are to believe episode nine, because Palpatine or the ultimate Sith would have just simply inhabited him and it would have been exactly Palpatine literally, mm-hmm. or because absolute power corrupts absolutely. And when you have an end that demands any means then you'll undertake whatever means you need to. And you can't just denude a planet of resources without hurting the population of that planet or continent, uh, to pick an example that uh, we, we could we could pick from our universe if we wanted to. So, you know, Dooku was not some freedom fighter. And I, and I think that it's interesting that they kind of snap us back and forth here because they say, uh, it's like he says, okay, the reason for initially doing this is legitimate, which is there is a Sith Lord. He is taking control of the Senate and the Jedi are in double Dutch. But what he's doing along the way, including creating an army of uh, robots and uh, sicking them on the entire frigging galaxy. And uh, then we find that far from being, you know, uh, like the center capital of his new empire, Right, his home planet was just going to be a backwater that he was going to sort of, you know, pump and dump. But wasn't that whole droid army a cover? I mean, that wasn't even what his he was going for. He just wanted to make sure he could control the money. He had the banking guild. I mean, he had all these trade federation embargoes on all these systems all wrapped up, and he was taking the profit from all that. The droid the the whole Federation droid army was just a, I mean, that, well, that cost him nothing. That was literally just, uh, um, I don't know. It was a marketing ploy. This like drawed everyone away from it. So he could continue gathering all his funds. So ultimately, like we said, what did he want to do? He ultimately wanted to fund an overthrow of the emperor 
and take everything for himself. And that's why in that scene on 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 uh, on the ship on uh, Grievous's ship, he he was stunned that all this was coming to an end. He didn't even know. I mean, he didn't see it coming. He had no idea that there was this Anakin Skywalker that was going to come out of nowhere and take him out. And that's why he, he was very complacent at the end because he was still seeing hope that he was going to like overthrow the Emperor and perhaps take that seat. A very tactical man. I mean, he really was looking at things in a very different way than I think we see other Star Wars villains look at their 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 current their where they are in their future i mean yeah i definitely agree with that he's a dookie yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's thoughtful i mean we saw him do good didn't we yeah i mean, I mean yeah I, mean, I guess he he claims that he does those things but they're all selfish and and you know his motivation whatever, whatever your ambition is you know however you can get it to work i i do think that tales of the jedi you know while providing us with that good justification for you know why he thinks the jedi order is 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 corrupt you know it 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 also shows us that the dooku is is you know believes his own hype and is very prideful and these when we see these flashes of anger in Tales of the Jedi, it's because he's defied, like personally, and yeah. I think that pride is what is what Palpatine really preys on, and that's operative right. here because, like you said, uh, Ken, you know who's 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 Palpatine getting rid of by getting rid of Dooku and, and having them be on the losing side of the war? The banks. He's getting mm -hmm. rid of yep. you know uh, the trade guild. He's getting rid of any institution that's strong enough to stand against the state in any way. Uh, because once the state is uh, all of the people, because Palpatine is all of, pe all of the people that matter, uh, the state can do anything uh, to perpetuate itself. Uh, from a moralistic perspective, and obviously I, I don't agree with these revolutionary ideas myself. Yeah. You bring up an interesting point as well about Dooku. I mean, like, you know, with him being so prideful and in him taking on the dark side, it's almost like, you know, when you go back to the role of two, this is why the, the Sith were so defiant about having multiple, right? Uh, you know, the, the Palpatine's only so strong, but as, as people's hate, their anger, you know, their, their fear, it grows in, into them, you know, it, it powers them stronger. So that in turn allows him to, to really lose control of people, right? As people become more confident, they become more proficient in the dark side. That's something that Palpatine doesn't want because he can't negate that, right? He can create that doubt in the Jedi mm -hmm. and to cause that kind of break in them, in the good. But when you have somebody that's that hateful, that's that strong on the dark side, which Dooku wasn't because as we've seen on his end, he was still conflicted. I mean, that was his overall downfall is he was kind of caught between two minds, right? He wanted to be the emperor, but he still, you know, had this feeling for... For his Padawan, I still think in my mind that he still had some kind of thought of sorrow for Qui-Gon. He still had this thought about Obi-Wan. So I, he was still kind of conflicted. And as we've seen with the most powerful Sith, you have to be all in to really become a Sith Lord and ultimately become the Emperor. you got to be like 1,000% in. Um, Anakin had that same kind of flaw, right? There can't be no chink in the armor. And with these characters, mm -hmm. you see that chink in the armor that um, 
you know, Jedi that just don't go on to be really good dark side users, right? And that's why they're dead. Right. That's you why do. they're they're all dead. The ones that can't get rid of that compassion, that right. conflict, yeah. the ones that can't solve that problem and go all in. So if you're playing poker and you think you got the best hand, what do you do? You go all in. You can't pull back. You can't show your face. You can't show that you're weak in any way. You got to go all in. And that's why these guys aren't in the on the board anymore. They just, they just weren't there at the end. And maybe that's why the post-quill failed because it didn't have these intense, like, characters in it anymore. They were gone. No, you really didn't. I mean, yeah, it, it's tough. And then obviously with this year, there's a lot of content coming out. We'll probably revisit um, some of the post-quill stuff. But, uh, yeah, it really – it makes you beg to differ, like, you know – what these stories were telling, like, so this was Dooku. We've seen how he was previously. And now we're kind of seeing the downfall of what the person was. It kind of lets you kind of beg to differ. Like, you know, with the emperor, what do you see in these characters? Because, you know, these people are conflicted and he's like ultimately the ultimate judge of character. Why not choose a species that don't have these flaws? You know, he's drawn to these humanoid um, as we would, right. I guess, recognize them figures as being the most powerful maybe because he can understand them and maybe he's worried because you've seen him take um some of the brothers of Dathomir like when he had Maul right he really couldn't manipulate them the way he wanted to you know other than making them suffer at the end when he wouldn't listen kind of like you know somebody abusing a pimp you know to some extent right so I think that he sticks with these these species types that he can really control when ultimately I mean when you look in Sith history there have been other species that have been more powerful because we all know as a human body, right? And it's been said that, you know, it broke down, right? You know, if he didn't sneak Plagueis, so to speak, even though, you know, his death, you know, by, by Sidious is still question marked, you know, those other beings live stronger. They typically are stronger than him. This guy just, they maybe outsmarted more than others. So it's always an interesting part when we talk about, you know, the, the characters he chooses to really control because ultimately he doesn't choose maybe the strongest you know, person to be his heir because he knows ultimately Sith backstab each other and they're going to overthrow him at some point. What about, a droid? what about a droid? A droid? I mean, ultimately, he could have programmed one. I mean, wasn't that kind of the idea of Starkiller? He was a clone yeah. that, you know, yeah. was overpowered and that was the goal, right? When you create something that strong, he lost control of Starkiller and, you know, we saw, you know, what happened with that story. So it's one of those ones you want to keep somebody, you know, close, but, you know, Keep your enemies close, but not too far. But not type that two. close. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it was it was a, it's it's a weird one to see this stuff, and then you see the um, the clones as we bring it back to you know the Bad Batch, and it it kind of makes you wonder, like you know, like you said, their compassion towards one another. Like, I mean, they said it off the bat, right? When when the um, she seen them, she said, "You got you don't look like a typical clone, right?" Which was right. really striking. You know, clones yeah. all look the same. Right. What were you guys, you know? So right. it, it, it does let you bring it bring it home that they kind of were like the bad batch, right? They were ones that were imperfect. They, they, have, they have different hair colors, you know. They, they don't look the same Face at all. The only, thing they, they, the only thing they have are the brown eyes, and I, not all of them even have brown eyes. So, um, yeah, it was a really interesting take. But th and think about how what that says about how 
you know, when they're citizen soldiers, you know, they, they have this differentiation. We see so much of that in the Clone Wars series where they're all, you know, different face tattoos. And like you said, haircuts and, you know, uh, eventually armor, armor plating and everything. But the clones for the Empire, they they never take their helmets off. They are very, you know, it's hard to tell them apart. We really don't get any differentiation. And it says that, that you know, the only way to make them do these awful things to everybody is to smash their humanity down into a cube. You know what I mean? Smash it down to nothing and really lean on that chip. And you can only make people do so many things or go so far by making them, you know, it's a, there are limits to, to people's willingness to cooperate. Yeah. The clone troopers, stormtroopers, clone troopers, um, no personality. It's, I mean, I was just even, you know, watching this episode again. I mean, um, just watching the, how they interact with each other. It's all just straightforward. Um, you you got to wonder what what they what they do when they're off off time or what do they do when they rest. They just go to sleep, get up, eat breakfast, you know, go back to um clone trooping, you know. And well, go we start to see, we start to see that in the in the first trilogy. Well, yeah. second trilogy, we start to see what the stormtroopers are. They're kind of like they're just dudes like us in in a uniform talking you know like the two stormtroopers that are talking on the uh on the on the gangplank while obi-wan kenobi is turning off the tractor beam they're just they're just talking they're like hey i saw this thing going on the other day what do you think well you know there's a new whatever so they sort of evolved from the clone to more of a human type of thing we're right. we're now just seeing that initial transition now where right. they're not really they're, they're, they're sort of more, I don't want to say human, whatever. They're moving from clone to being more interactive. You know, right. I mean, they cared. I think they cared about CT 8880, whatever, that, that got knocked out. You know, they were like, find that clone. Find that trooper. You know, it was more like, what happened to that guy? More than like, you know, loss of a piece of machinery. You know, who cares? What? They were... Hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, Hitch made the point about them smashing their humanity down into a cube. I thought that was a very great analogy, right? You know, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just the way that they the the just the way that they interact, even in those points that you said, Ken. Um, their 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 humanity is just so small that they only and and um you know Empire only gives them so much room to like interact and react and you know do do different types of things. So that's why the um the 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 bad batch just stands out even that much more, you know, mm -hmm. versus what we see with like you know the um the clone troopers and stuff, you know, it's weird. Yeah, I mean th that's kind of you know I guess my only like I don't know it's kind of like my only gripe about the whole kind of cloning process on Kamino because like they are all clones of the original what Django Fett. So the guy was a soldier who really had no personality. So I can get why the clone troopers have no personality because the guy really didn't, right? He was a soldier. He was so that's how they created him. So for you then to have like the bad bats to have like this like free will almost to then have like Omega, it's just like you know this child. It, it makes you beg to differ. Make you makes you wonder like was the Camino facility, like, they had to program this into them. It wasn't, like, a bad batch, almost. It was, like, somebody created almost, like, a backdoor, right? Like, 
Hmm. In case this were to happen, let's make some people have personality. Let's make, because, you know, it, it just makes it a little weird when we discuss this. Because as you said, this is the beginning of the end, right? They just talked about it. The Camino's gone. So cloning facilities are basically done. So they're going to have to replace these clones with something, whether it be standard droids, which aren't as nimble, I guess, or maybe the technology's not there. So they didn't switch to humans and they see a military force which we see in the sequel trilogy and the second sequel so i understand i guess that's a tie-in to you know them bombing these these cloning facilities and that the ending until we've seen um them kind of doing it with uh snoke and the emperor and and uh grogu right as we get forward timeline to the, the mandalorian and whatnot so it's on a lot smaller scale but that large-scale cloning seems to be coming to an end now and i i do appreciate that tie-in but it's just weird how like it's you know they're imperfect versions of one perfect clone it's really not perfect it has no personality but then there's all these characters that does so that that's little it's a little unique and weird to me at the same point experiments are what they are you you, you right. try different things and then you know you get I mean, in, in biology, you, know, you you have like a bad batch, you know, right. um, you throw it out, you know, um, it's, it's science or whatever. You know, I'm not a scientist or whatever, but um, but you have like certain a certain section of stuff that you experiment on that right. don't work. You put it to the side and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then you take the stuff that does work is what we you know what they wanted. You know, these these their perfected, clone, you know, clone troopers yeah. and everything to do all their bidding and do what they you know, would do eventually what they want them to and to put, you know, those chips inside of them and everything. Um, and the, the bat, the bad batches like that is, it's, yeah. it's just exactly what it, what it, you know, what they say it is and everything. And having that humanity in them, I, I think is a, um, it is, is a weird, interesting thing. It is. It's, it's kind of like a back door. Like they snuck it in and like certain ones, like, let's see if they have free will, what will happen. Right? Yeah. What will happen? Exactly. Experiment. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't doesn't Tarkin find that? Doesn't he put them through the trials? He put yeah, them through. Yeah, the he trials. did that. He did that in about what the second or third episode of the first. Yeah. Season. Yep. So he already saw potential. Yeah. To maybe expanding on the clone, giving the clone a little more human, you know, uh, free will yeah. to make decisions on the go and. You want your soldier, you want your best guy to be able to change change direction on the fly. I mean, that's something that the best gamers in the world can do. You know, instead of following a pattern, if something changes, if the algorithm changes, or if the, yeah. you know, they respawn in a different place for whatever reason, they're able to change what they do. And the only, the I mean, as far as I know, the only way to do that is be human. Because that's something that makes us different than a program. Because a program can't change itself. If it does, then it becomes a intelligent AI, and then we've got Terminator. Yeah. Terminator three. All and all the roads go there. Right. All the roads lead to Terminator. By the way, I just saw Dark Fates back on for those who watch TNT. You know, that's their that's their new Star Wars kind of every night movie. Oh. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot, a lot with the, this bad batch. I mean, they could be the, maybe the empire is looking at them as being the new, the new army that they're going to like replicate. But, but didn't Tarkin, you know, he put him through that. He put him through the first trial and then he put him through a second trial. And I don't think he really liked what he's seen, you know, because he couldn't control him, you know, he couldn't. And I think, well, that's, 
and that, I think that's what eventually led them to go on the running. Um, them being because he sent them on a mission, right? So he sent them on a mission to um, to, you know, to um, meet uh, to eliminate what, the separatists. Yeah, eliminate yep. the separatists. They met um, um, what's my man's name? Um, uh, saw, saw, saw Guerrero and everything. Yep. Um, saw that you know it wasn't what they what they thought it was, and there you go. You know, um, they're they're down with the rebels now. You know, so you have if you if you have if you give your army this ability to make a change on the fly, then you also have to be able to control them somehow. You have to have something that you know manipulate them, and he didn't have any way to manipulate these guys, so they just went. They were gone. Which is like the ultimate flaw, like I think T. Mitch was, you know, alluding to earlier with Palpatine, you know, having that that control, you know, being so so you, he keeps going to these humans, you know, humanoids or whatever humans um, and having being able to control, but not being able to control them all the way, because ultimately humans have those emotional and, you know, empathetic flaws and stuff, you know. Um, which leads to like downfalls and you know leads to Palpatine's eventual downfall, you know. So, but can but can they shave that those edges off, right? Can they right. can they do it? I think is the question of season one. And and Crosshair answers that the answer is yes, they can, but it's a lot more than they were doing before. Right. And I think right. we're seeing the clone troopers on the other end of that here in, in season two, where the regs are just robots now. And yeah. it's interesting because they're definitely crappier. Than they were as clone troopers. They're worse, and yeah. and that's another thing that's that I think is interesting about what the Empire is doing here is they don't need a great army anymore. They don't. They're not really relying on on these people because they have to rely on these people, and it gives the Kaminoans or the Kaminoans, whatever, however right. they pronounce it, it gives them leverage over the Empire. And look, if I if you need water and I have the control of the spigot, I have to. I'm in charge ultimately. So whoever controls the spigot is in charge, and and the emperor knows that you can't have that spigot going off willy nilly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, keep in mind at this period. I mean, there are somewhat, I guess, an, an inquisitor, inquisitors out there, but for the most part, he can he, they can afford to have a less of an army because they're really only going against low level people in some in you know to some extent. The Jedi are gone allegedly, so I mean, it's not like they have to have a highly trained you know, military force to, to really deal with them, right? I mean, you, you might get your outliers here or there, but that's where your your Vaders, your malls come into play. Um, you know, whatever, you know, whatever uh, apprentice he has at the period. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things that you can afford to take your foot off the gas, so to speak, with, with the soldiers, because that threat necessarily isn't there. You know, you have the, even the rebellion to some extent, right? There's not really that, that force there yet for you to have to worry about. This came, is during that salad it, era. Yeah. It, it came silently. Like they didn't know how big this was going to be, or they, I think they would have reacted more. I think the empire would have been more <clears throat> proactive than sort of reactive. I mean, they were waiting for the things to happen. They were waiting to see the evidence mm -hmm. more than jumping on things. Um, uh, you know, it's like anything. You see, you see something bad happening. You you want to you want to block it out. You want to just say, you know, that's not really happening because what what happens if you if you admit that you can't control something? Well, that just makes you look worse, doesn't it? I mean, that just makes you look like you're a clown. So, 
I think the empire, the, the Imperials were just in a place where they wanted everyone to just think everything was fine. We're here. We're, we're ultimately um, going to benefit you. We're going to bring peace to the galaxy. I mean, that's, and that's funny. That's a statement uttered by both sides throughout mm -hmm. this entire story. Mm -hmm. Bring peace to the galaxy. Both I mean, Empire says it and the Jedi say it. You're you're getting to the, the moral questions of what is good and what is evil, and, but uh -oh. you know, and, and and what perspective you know and each side has. That's you a know, big story. It's, it's <laughs> So that, that's a dirt court there, the Jedi, the Coruscant Council versus the Empire. Yeah. Who was right? And what perspective? Who, who, and, and why? Oh, don't, why don't, were they don't right? Get started. Don't get him. He's taking off his glasses. Oh, there it is. Here we go. The galaxy far, far away is much simpler than this uh, galaxy that we live in, where morality <laughs> is a, a choice. In the no, galaxy far, far the, away, look uh, the, the Jedi are good either. and the Sith are evil. And that's just kind of how it is because it's a fictional. That's uh, what the story dictates. Because <laughs> yeah. said so. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the genocide against your own people aspect of Dooku here makes me think that the Sith are generally more eviler. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Eviler. 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 More eviler. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know because I mean, we only, we only get one side of the Jedi, and based on what we see from the tales of the Jedi and kind of how Dooku feels and maybe how Yaddle felt about the Council. I mean, I, I'm starting to believe that maybe Master Yoda sent a lot more Jedi on suicide missions, so to speak. I think there's a yeah. there's a lot more to see yeah. with the Jedi, and 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 Hitz alluded to this, and and we have. I'd love to see more of that, like more of those detective tales, right? You know, we talk about like the spin on Batman, and when they did maybe the Batman with Robert Pattinson, you know, that different spin. I'd love to see more of that detective work with with the Jedi Council, maybe do something a little different to see you know, what else did they do other than be just like these defenders of the peace or military soldiers, right? Because we see what clones can do with the Bad Batch and kind of a different spin on what soldiers do. I just think that's something they need to take or maybe a chance on to see another side of Jedi other than them being so, such linear characters. You know, I just feel like there's more depth. And maybe we'll see Jedi like bad cops. Like on the table. I'm sure there were, right? I mean, yeah, look at, right? oh, look at, look at yeah. Dooku, right? right? Dooku's out here yeah. electrocuting people and oh, choking them, and his Padawan's like, he, like was doing, Hitler, right? he was getting his Hitler stuff on, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. on the take, like, really, like going out there and, you know, I'll, I'll help you, but you got to pay me. You know, seeing those advantages, you know, I, I, it, it had to happen. I mean, we're all, we're all sort of a, a species that are, you know, we have our own principles to think about, but we also look at our own gain. We can all make decisions on the fly as to what we're going to do. Yeah. So are we asking for like a young Dooku series, you know, animated? Um, it would be nice to see a little bit more, maybe. But I mean, I'd just like to see something different with the Jedi because they like said the story's been so linear. I'd like to see more like maybe more detective, maybe, like he said, more the grime. I mean, these Jedis weren't all, like, defenders of the peace, like, nice guys. Like, there were some more, there were more swashbucklers out there, kind of like Dooku, that might not have been as evil, but I'm sure there were Jedi that towed the line, right? That's why not everybody can be on the council, so to speak, or get a yeah, chair. Right. Yeah. So, I, I want to see that's all politics. I want right. to see yeah. a Yoda exactly. series. Yoda. Like, like, imagine, you know, with all the stuff that's contemporarily going on with the procedural crap in the House of Representatives, which uh -huh. is... 
you know, pol politics is always like this, and it's it's it is what it is without making a value judgment one one way or the other. Uh, but you could imagine that you know the council is supposed to be the most powerful Jedi, but the most powerful Jedi aren't on it because of like right. you know minority <laughs> opinions. Then that then that and by more you know I mean. I mean, like, you know, one out of three <laughs> when I say that, like minority report, like, that's what minority being like. but because of those things, you know, they're not getting the best and the brightest to, to when you select right. for loyalty or when you select for docility instead of skill, you end up denuding the talent pool that's available to you. And man, did they need like eight or nine Mace Windus and they had one and that wasn't enough. They had right. one Yoda. They needed like three Yodas to go to beat Palpatine. One wasn't enough. And who knows how many different, you know, Jedi Masters over the preceding 20 years since, you know, yeah. that's that's a you know Jedi Masterhood lasts a long time. How many times did they make that wrong choice and not have the right person in place just because they were selecting for criteria right. that were incorrect? Right. Each and every yeah. time. You don't. You, and it would ultimately led to their downfall, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the way, way to, to it's it's amazing how, you know, when you're creatively writing a story and everything and you just the story just writes itself, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you don't even have to dictate or where where it should go. It just ends up writing itself because this is naturally the, the evolution of where it will end up going. You know, they eventually fell, which is sort of a could tell, you know, a lot of um, I'm sure, you know, hitch, you know, empires and stuff um, in real life, you know. Yeah, this is an interesting situation because Order 66 is a military coup where they back the Supreme Commander of the military that, that happens to be the um, the head of state. So it's one of those sort of it's sort of sort of thing you maybe would see um uh I don't know um Germany in, in 1918 when something kind of like this. Um the French Republic in you know 1792 was overthrown by um you know, people who wanted to reform the military because they were worried about the other states of Europe coming in and uh, murdering <laughs> the government. Uh, that, that's, that was a, a pressury thing. So, um, so you, are you saying that Star Wars kind of pulls uh, its values and storylines from actual, like, human history? I'm saying that you can absolutely, for sure, find yeah. examples of all these things in human history. And, and particularly if you want to talk, you know, and not, not to use these guys as the hyperbolic example of everything, but if you want to talk about um, this particular effect, look no further than the Nazi party in Germany in um, and, what they did over the 1930s. And, and in this case, very, very how, specifically. What a perfect example that is because the empire is basically, I mean, let's just, let's just throw the cards out there. Let's just open our hands up. The Empire is, they're they're a bunch of Nazis. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh man, they're they're, they're just you know <laughs> about, about the Third Reich, the Empire, because George Lucas wasn't a moron, and he knew he already had the definitive uh, evil. <laughs> so what you're saying, T. Mitch, is that really? Or uh, Steel City that uh, that uh, you know, basically we're talking about like the Nazis against the whole universe. <laughs> well, that's the way they that would you know right? if you were to if you were to get a Nazi and talk to them, which I don't recommend doing. 
it probably would say everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's what they would tell you is that they're they're a persecuted. A persecuted they're against faction. everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a matter of perspective, though. Was the that's all mind Kampf is, is Hitler saying? Oh, the left is against me. They're they're gonna kill me. My that's all. It's all a paranoid that's fever dream. Left. Yes, yes, right. yes, yes. And well, he does see, and he does specifically lot. say that the left is his enemies. By the by, Good for the record, for everybody. Perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, oh, yeah. as I was saying, during the 30s, the Nazi party selected for loyalty and its military commanders, resulting in a, uh, a a command system in World War II that was uh, inferior to what they were up against in the West, drastically inferior, all the way from the top to the bottom. And it's something that you can read actual real books by actual historians that are better uh, at knowing things and having actually read stuff than me. They can tell you all about that. And you And, you know, it's not just a Nazi thing because... In the Soviet Union, the same exact time period, Stalin did exactly the same thing to his military. Purged his military, wrong-footed the Soviet military, significantly moving into World War II. Um, And so that's something that happens in in empires. And the reason is because the emperor or the dictator or the leader or whatever, whatever they're calling themselves in this configuration, cannot tolerate threats to the leader. And that means anybody with any strength whatsoever so if you if you saved for instance if you saved some old lady from being hit by a trolley in germany and you became famous that would be a very dangerous item for you yep exactly great analogy great and that would be like andor because he did do that he did save innocence he saved people I mean, he he was he basically was working to save the galaxy. He didn't know it yet. He didn't know what he was doing, but he was working toward that. So that makes him a very, a very important adversary to the empire. Only if know if, if if um if his exploits were being publicized and if people actually knew he was you know the one you know right yeah. So I mean that's that's definitely a great point, Ken. Um, yeah, but that only didn't if- happen until there's this movie called Rogue One, which um, kind of focuses on Andor and how he is now publicly, um, you know, introduced as the one that starts the rebellion. I mean, you see his his face in in uh, holograms everywhere as a wanted man. I mean, he's a rebel sympathizer. He's a he's a thief he's a scoundrel he's a murderer he will kill you on command but he's a hero he's a hero you know to finish up on this palpatine point and we talk about all this it kind of we love talking about sheev right he He is is. the fulcrum on which this universe turns right like (laughs) it makes you beg beg to differ why did he ever let thrawn join the dark side because the chiss cannot be mind controlled. So he essentially either has a sleeper agent or a loose cannon because uh-huh. at this point, right, he knows nothing about the unknown regions. He later finds out that the chess cannot be mind controlled, that they are technically superior than he could ever do with the force. So as we learn later, and we may not ever learn, maybe we learn with this Ahsoka and they bring the, the chess and, and him into the fold more, but it's, it makes you wonder how he is even a part of the empire, right? Because this guy cannot be controlled. He's superior, as we said, so he is the best person for the job 
necessarily, but who selects him? Is this literally somebody to Palpatine? Was he enslaved? Like that, that, that brings this, you know, the character of, of him, you know, of Thrawn really, really more. Cause in the books, they really don't speak about, you know, kind of no. his, his rise to the empire. It's just kind of like, he's there, he joins it, but he's essentially, he's almost like, you know, Andor, mm-hmm. right? He's kind of like this rogue kind of swashbuckler that, you know, does his own thing. And ultimately, as we see with, you know, Ezra, he, he makes his own decisions, right? And, and mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's gone. So that, that makes me, you know, kind of understand or, or see, you know, the Chiss is, is maybe that anti-Jedi, anti, I mean, Sith kind of, you know, they, you can't mind trick them, you know, kind of like uh, whatever the, the huts are, you know, their species, right? They can't be mind tricked. Water was the same. Really, yep. you can't really redo things. So, you know, it, it's interesting how, you know, as we say, certain beings, certain different species aren't in the clone troopers, aren't, you know, really real, aren't aligned, even as Jedi or Sith. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the doing. And before we go, there, there, you know, uh, DP alluded to this uh, Omega. And it's something I wanted to bring to you guys. And, you know, it's something as we discuss things, my mind's always going 12 different ways. Right. So she's essentially the daughter of Django, brother of Boba. Um, as we move this forward, right, and it was kind of like my mic heroes are moving like 80 miles an hour forwards. Wouldn't you want to see her, you know, try to reclaim Mandalore as her brother was kind of a Mandalorian, you know, right? You know, it, I'd, I'd like to right. see her succeed. I'd like to see her, like, win. Yes. It's only right to bring her back into, I would see, in a real-time show. And what, what better in the two months from now to kind of see her rise, you know, or involved to some extent, because, you know, she's already on a decelerated age process. So right now she's what preteenish getting to teenage. And then, you know, the way that she ages, she won't be that old. She'll be an adult, maybe younger than Bo-Katan kind of. So, you know, exactly as old as Boba Fett, right? Like they're the same age. Yeah. So, right. Cause they're the same. Yeah. So she'll be like 45, 69 ish, like something like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who knows? There's that 30 year age range that both of it looks like in uh, <laughs> in, uh, in that show. yeah, yeah. either looks so, 95 dead or <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that, that the character because right now, like, he, like you know, DP said, it's, it's kind of it's not annoying with the preteen stuff, but it's kind of like I wish that we start to see her mature a little bit, kind of like we saw, um, uh, what was her, um. The daughter of um, the senator. Why is her name slip on my mind? Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Yeah, as we saw the maturation of Mon Mothma's, you know, and yeah. even young Leia, right? We Which saw that maturation, right? right? How uh, in a short amount of time. I hope they do that in the beginning. Yeah, in Ahsoka, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I hope they kind of speed up the maturation a little bit yeah. with Omega and not really use her as kind of like the comic young kiddish relief. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Totally. Hundred percent agree. Because there's, she's still a soldier at the end of the day. So even though she has a little more free will, I would like to see her be a little more along with her training and, and just how she her mannerisms are. Well, this th- these two episodes, well, the second episode, she was still on getting that treasure. Yeah, she at was. At the very her. end, she could not win. I felt so bad. Give this kid a break. She dropped the bag. All the gold went all over the place. She's like, no, I'm going after it. No, you're not. This whole ledge is going to collapse. You're not getting anything. 
she was still going after that. So her ambition is to complete the mission. That's all she cared about. And well, I thought it, it was a maturation when she let go. You know, I, I love that. That part I love. finally let go, right? Yeah. Kid, just let it go. You know, she and she no give that kid a break. Give that kid a break. Let her get some of that. Yeah. I, I I always think it's great when uh, we see a Lucasfilm property pay homage to another Lucasfilm property. And I got some very, very, very serious Last Crusade vibes. I was going to say that, yeah. That oh, it was yeah, exactly that scene. Off in the bag and the, yeah. Short Put round. it down. Yeah. I thought you were referring to Willow, so. Oh. Wow. Are you sure not a, not a National Treasure dig or? Yeah, Last Crusade all the way. <laughs> It's the one with Connery in it, man. It's great. That's a great movie. I don't oh. care. I'll, I'll, I'll stick up. I, you know what? I would stick up for that movie against Raiders of the Lost Ark myself. I, I would tell. I will tell you. I prefer it. That whole timeline. That's the only that I can think of. That's the only timeline movie that was done all chopped up. That still brings itself back and and makes sense. If you watch it, you watch it in its entirety. It makes sense. The the entire Indiana Jones timeline is completely intact all the way to crystal skull and the new one coming out god help us the dial yeah. of destiny which makes me Come think on. about nothing more than my job yeah no, <laughs> to make dials yeah if it's if it's anything like the current ones i i can only imagine what it'll look like you know i mean for god's sake they killed james bond i'm still sick to death over that movie i'm still sick to death I know you're 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 shedding a tear. There, There's going right? to be another James Bond someday. No, it's no, it's no. Just, it's the way that this 007 ended. It's disgusting. That that that'll be something we'll have to discuss because I I watched it again and I'm just disgusted how they ended this this version of, of Bond, so to speak. But uh, yeah, that's Bond episode. argument sounds like a fun nerd court too, guys. Yeah, what did you say? What did you say, T bitch? About Sith versus what? T our T our next nerd court. Oh, nerd court could be like you know what was better, the Coruscant Council. Okay, whose whose motives were were more clear, so to speak? Maybe like the Coruscant Council or the Empire, because ultimately the Empire, right, had structure to the the government to the you know they had a structure whether you like it or not. You know, (laughs) I'm going going with the Empire. I'm going with poli sci class. Yeah, the state uh, has a structure and it also has you know what? And a bureaucracy. You know, they had their clans, uh, you know, their, their plans a lot more clear. You know, what is they the state? Themselves. They you sold, need, sold you need a technological terror. That's it. That's right. it. You need technology and you didn't all in the name of peace, though. Imagine yeah. Palpatine giving a lecture and every single time it's like, but they won't listen. So when he just points at the Death Star, it's like, and, 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 and we tell up. them. And we tell them, give us all your money, and they don't do it. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's a very good history lesson, right there, Steel City. Very good history lesson. Man, you, you, you said, don't side with us, we'll kill you. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much. <laughs> there I mean, you go. There's the Peloponnesian War, essentially, right there. Oh, that's essentially yeah. it. You want to read that? Go ahead. No, we don't want to do that, but we will. You can watch a YouTube video about it. That's about as good. You get all the important stuff anyway. Hey, all but right. it, it, you got to admit, at least Palpatine gave him a choice. Gave him a choice, right? Anakin just <laughs> killed you. Anakin <laughs> will just kill you, right? At least he did. You know, he gave you a choice. Anakin, there's no choice. But, but Good you. perspective. You know? Anakin's just Anakin's like I'm just the bullet that was fired long before. I just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Anakin doesn't leave any survivors like, you know, Palpatine did, kids, you know, you know, the dogs, yeah. everything. Everything was killed. The camps are gone, right? He killed animals, everything. I mean, he lives on Mustafar, and is there another living being on Mustafar besides Anakin Skywalker? Oh, is nope. that a demoralizing place to live? It's kind of like living in, like, what? I don't know. I don't know. Pittsburgh. Maybe. Uh, yeah. You know? It would be England. like if you... It would be like if you were, you know, if you missed a tackle in an enormous like college football game and then they just made you live in that stadium forever. And the only thing anyone ever knew about you was that you missed that tackle. Right. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all he has is a tomb of his dead wife there, right? It's kind of <laughs> creepy. It's kind of like, I don't know. Vampire, vampire vibes almost. That is weird, man. I mean, he's just so goth, but yeah. not, but because, you know, his body is only partially man uh, no one wants to be around him right if you are if you are i'll probably choke you so (laughs) it's his favorite thing to do now listen all the attendants are like he's going to choke you it's okay it's okay like let him let him get it out of his system (laughs) are you bringing in bad news hmm may try to choke you twice yeah, guys, I mean, it, it was good to be back today, you know, good to get back into it, you know, drip fed, so to speak, with two episodes, and I think they're going back to the one a week, right? I don't know yeah, if they have so. anything left, so yeah. yeah, we'll be back to one next week. Um, and yeah, there's a lot coming on, coming up this spring, you know, we have Mandalorian, that's March 1st, I think, so that premieres, don't know how they're doing that, I think it's just going to be one, or, you know, we have that, uh, They'll figure it out. You know, yep, we have Ahsoka coming. We have a lot of stuff. Um, you know, you guys are stuck with us. You are stuck. The entire year, year. 2023. Subscribe. Really do what you need to do, but you're Please. watching us every Wednesday at 10. Yeah. Oh, you're Mario. Yeah. DP will get a clean slate for Marvel. He's back on the payroll. Phase five is starting. So we new all phase. have a new. We have new a new, We all have a clean slate. We have a clean slate now, so that'll be interesting to see. DP's just sponsor. He knows C's get degrees, so he's happy. Right. <laughs> let's let's just hope Ant Man is is not the next um Florida um love Black Panther. <coughs> oh, oh, he, you know, he, uh, you know, take us home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah guys. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, but yeah, guys. Once again, thanks, everybody, for for tuning in and subscribe and like and please share with everybody. And until next week, this is the way. This is the way.